business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Now I make money move. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Mansell. I am your host. Another solo episode for you guys. I'm calling this one Separation Season. It's something you've heard me speak about uh, in different contexts, in different episodes over, shit, probably the last 12 months or so. Uh, But I wanted to take a real deep dive because I think it's super timely at the moment. Uh, And I think that uh, if you're able to make the most of the separation season that is upon us right here, right now, uh, you guys can set yourselves up for the next 10 plus years. Uh, So I'm super excited to deliver this episode for you. Before I get stuck into it, I want to remind you guys about season eight of the MJ Fitness Challenge. Registration is still open, guys, but not for much longer. It closes at midnight on August 14. Little uh, reminder, little recap for you guys. The MJ Fitness Challenge is our 10-week physical and psychological transformation challenge for both men and women of all ages from all areas of the globe. We have people from the US, from Canada, from the UK, Middle East, New Zealand, obviously Australia uh, getting amongst it. So it's open to everybody. Uh, As part of the MJ Fitness Challenge, you're going to get yourself a diet plan, a customized meal plan, a workout program, cardio program, supplement plan, and motivational guide. Your customized meal plan and workout program also get updated at the halfway point. So you get two of those. You get access to the MJ Fitness Challenge Facebook community and access to our exclusive webinars over the 10 weeks to help keep you motivated and help keep you accountable. You also get over 100 bucks worth of merchandise, including an exclusive MJ Fitness by TMJ Apparel uh, T. There's also 10,000 bucks, over 10,000 bucks worth of cash and prizes up for grabs. We select four challenge champions at the end of season eight. We have two male challenge champions, one for fat loss, one for muscle gain, two female challenge champions, one for fat loss, one for muscle gain. Uh, And there's a whole bunch of cash and prizes up for grabs. So for those of you who are motivated to come and win it, uh, there's some uh, some nice motivators to do that as well. And guys, all of this for less than a coffee a day, Uh, literally less than a coffee a day for the 10 weeks. Um, It is ridiculous value for money. And it's one of the coolest things we do as a business in terms of really giving you everything you need to finally make the transformations physically and importantly, the transformations psychologically that you've always been trying to make, but you just haven't had the guidance or the accountability or the motivation or the community to do it. One thing though, I don't want you guys to think that the MJ Fitness Challenge is going to be easy. It's called challenge for a reason and that's because it's fucking hard. It's going to be a very difficult 10 weeks. You're going to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. It's going to take a lot of effort. It's going to take a lot of time and investment. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be very difficult. I can guarantee you that it's going to be challenging. But I can also guarantee you 
that it's going to be worth it. Of the seven seasons that we've done thus far in the MJ Fitness Challenge, guys, we have literally helped thousands of people improve their lives by improving their bodies, improving their mindsets through the guidance and the accountability that the MJ Fitness Challenge provides. So I encourage you guys to get your registrations in. August 14 is the deadline. I hope you can join us because I want to see as many of you as possible as part of season eight of the MJ Fitness Challenge. Separation season. You guys have heard me speak about this in the past, a couple of times before actually. Separation season usually presents itself a couple of times a year. And it usually presents itself in winter. It usually presents itself in summer. And then depending on which hemisphere you live in, your holiday period is either going to align with winter and summer. And it usually presents itself once again in whatever that holiday period is. And what separation season is, is when most people take their foot off the accelerator to enjoy holiday season around Christmas and New Year's or because it's a little bit cold in winter and it's a little bit uncomfortable and you know what, don't really feel like pushing myself outside the comfort zone, feel like being comfortable right now. If you are able to dig deep, if you are able to keep up the pace, if you are able to move forward when everybody else is taking their foot off the accelerator, it's a huge opportunity for you to be able to make tremendous progress and separate yourself from everybody else. Separate yourself from the competition. That's the, the, the general separation season definition. And it comes around usually a couple of times a year, summer, winter, holiday season. And I think I spoke to you guys probably the last time was um, around Christmas and New Year's 2021, 2022. Uh, because that end of year period, the couple of weeks around Christmas, leading into Christmas and then Christmas and New Year's is always a huge opportunity to separate yourself. Uh, that is really uh, the most common example of separation season. We're currently in the midst of a different type of separation season. And this is the type of separation season that doesn't come along very often at all. And because it doesn't come along very often at all, it's a massive opportunity to make massive progress. Let me explain. There's a lot going on in the world right now. You guys know, you see the headlines, you watch the news, you can't really get away from it at the moment. We've got cost of living increasing all around the world. We've got inflation out of control in most countries in the world. We've got interest rates going up for the first time in over 10 years. We've got stock markets falling, crypto markets falling all over the place. We've got housing markets correcting all over the place. If the country that you're located in is not already in some sort of economic recession, depending on how you want to define recession, it's either very certainly going to be in one or teetering right on the edge. And mostly, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear and fear drives a lot of this uncertainty. And in the face of this degree of uncertainty, which we only see once every 10 or so years, the last time we saw something like this was on the back of the global financial crisis 2008, 2009. 
So we don't see this sort of, this degree, this level of uncertainty very often. And you guys know, in the face of uncertainty, there's three options. There's three things that people can do. The first thing is to fight. The second thing is to flee or flight. The third thing is to freeze. Most people, when the level of uncertainty is at the level it is right now, there's so much shit going on and nobody knows what's going to happen next. Most people don't know what to do. So most people choose option number three and they freeze. The people that don't choose option number three, freeze, usually choose option number two, which is flee or flight. Very, very few people use this as an opportunity to fight. And because most people are freezing and fleeing, this is separation season. This is a one in a 10 year, big cycle separation season that we haven't seen since 2008, 2009. And you guys know through the general definition of separation season, it's much easier to separate yourself when nobody else is fighting. When everyone else is freezing and fleeing, all you have to do is dig deep. All you have to do is fight. And by nature of what everyone else is doing, you're going to separate yourself. So this right here, right now, because of the amount of fear, because of the amount of uncertainty, because of the amount of people freezing and fleeing because they don't know what the fuck to do, this is separation season. And I can guarantee you guys one thing about this big cycle separation season. All you need to do is keep moving forward. That's it. All you need to do is dig your heels in, refuse to freeze, refuse to flee, and just focus on moving forward. Focus on being the very small percentage of people who choose to fight. That's it. And I can guarantee you guys, if you can do that over the next two or so years, however long this period of uncertainty lasts for, however long this opportunity to separate, this separation season lasts for, let's call it two years. If you can do it for the next two years, you will make tremendous progress that will literally springboard all areas of your life for the next 10 plus years. How do I know this? Because I've been through it before. I went through it in 2008, 2009 and trickled into 2010 on the the back edge of the global financial crisis. Very similar situation to what we had now in terms of the amount of fear, the amount of uncertainty, especially around the global economic situation. Very similar. And I used it as an opportunity. I used it as an opportunity to dig my heels in. I used it as an opportunity to fight. And I made tremendous progress in the very early stages of the Massive Joe's business, in the early stages of my personal development, tremendous progress. That's how I know. That's why I understand how valuable this opportunity is right now to separate. So it begs the question, if we understand and we can appreciate 
how big this opportunity is, how do we make the most of it? What do we do? Because most people freeze or flee because they don't know what the fuck to do. And that's what I want to deliver to you guys in this episode. Four steps, four pieces of practical and strategic advice that I want you guys to literally take physical notes of. Write this shit down. Or at least, at the very least, take mental notes or type it in your phone, whatever the fuck. Make sure that you grab this practical and strategic advice and literally start implementing it right away. Step number one is to protect your energy. And this is step number one, not by coincidence. This is step number one because if you don't do this, there's no point doing the other three steps. There's not. You have to protect your energy. What do I mean by this? I want you guys to think, use this analogy, actually. Let's, let's, let's consider ourselves as a castle, right? A castle and a plot of land, and we're trying to build a moat around our castle to protect our energy from all of the negativity coming in from the outside world. All of the fear, all of the uncertainty, all of the negative. We need to create this, this emotional moat around the castle that is each and every one of us. You got to turn off the news, guys. You got to stop consuming mainstream media. I'm not saying bury your head in the sand and pretend like nothing's going on. You need to know what's happening in the world, obviously, because it is going to affect you one way or another. You don't want to bury your head in the sand. But you also need to understand that mainstream media is a business. And their business is thriving at the moment because they understand that in order to capture your attention so that they can monetize that attention and sell it to the highest bidder to advertise whatever the fuck they want to advertise, they need to keep you addicted. And one of the best ways to keep you addicted is to keep you in a state of fear and keep you in a state of uncertainty. So you've got to understand that mainstream media is in the business of keeping you scared and keeping you uncertain. You have to distance yourself from mainstream media. You have to make sure you're, you're seeking out sources of factual information that don't trigger you. That's probably the best way to figure out whether or not you should be consuming a piece of media. If, if you're consuming the news or the newspaper or whatever format of media and it triggers you, it triggers an emotional response, run the other way as fast as you can. Because it's designed to trigger that emotional response. It's designed to keep you in this pattern of fear and uncertainty. Get the fuck away from it. Turn off the news. Stop consuming mainstream media. The other thing that you need to do to build this emotional moat around your castle is you need to distance yourself from negative conversations and negative energy. And this means the people you're spending your time with. You need to spend less time with people that give off negative energy and pull you into negative conversations. One thing that I've learned about negative people, guys, is they thrive off negative energy, right? And they thrive off projecting negative energy and pulling negative energy in towards them. It's almost like they're addicted to it themselves. You need to become aware of where the negative energy is coming from, from the people who you spend the most time with, and you need to start spending less time with them. I'm not saying completely cut them out of your life because often they're going to be close friends and they're going to be family. 
I'm not saying turn your back on your close friends and your family. I'm saying start to monitor and limit the amount of negative energy and negative conversations that you are allowing into your life. You have to build this emotional moat around your castle. You have to protect your energy. So what am I doing? I want to tell you guys about what I'm personally doing as a little bit of inspiration, I guess. You can take what I'm doing, you can apply it yourself or you know, at least you, you can uh, appreciate that I'm practicing what I'm preaching here. So what am I doing to build this moat? I don't consume mass media at all. I don't have free-to-air TV in my house. I don't read the newspaper. I don't listen to the radio. I try not to look at fucking billboards when I'm driving my car, if we're going to be completely honest with you guys. I purposely try and distance myself from mass media at every opportunity. And I consume factual information only. I'll go and read the Reserve Bank of Australia minutes from their meeting. So I know factually what's going on with no, no uh, editorial from the media that gives their opinion on what they think it means. I want the facts. That's it. That's all I'm interested in because facts don't trigger me. Facts don't elicit an emotional response. They're just facts. It is what it is. If I consume something that elicits that emotional response, I run the other direction as fast as I fucking can. And secondly, I don't spend time with negative people. I just won't do it. I refuse to do it. At this point in my life, at this point in separation season, I understand how important it is that I protect my optimism. I protect my positive energy. I just will not spend time with negative people. And if the people who I am spending time with start going down the path of negative conversations and negative energy, I don't hesitate to call them out on it. I just don't. It's too important to me not to. Practical and strategic advice, point number two. Don't react, anticipate. The old saying goes, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And in times like this, with all of the economic uncertainty happening around the world, this 100% rings true. I found it quite interesting in, I guess, the, the, the general rhetoric around everything that's happening in the economy and the surprise that's attached to it. You know, the surprise that house prices are correcting, the surprise that interest rates are going up, the surprise that inflation is out of control, the surprise that the cost of living is going up. Step back for a second and understand that this was always going to happen. We had record house prices in the middle of a one in a hundred year pandemic. It was never sustainable. We've had record low interest rates for, in most countries, the better part of 10 years. And when I say record low, I'm talking about the lowest ever in the history of interest rates. Of course, it wasn't sustainable. We've had, in terms of cost of living, we've had venture capital funded businesses operating at losses to provide us goods and services at the cheapest possible prices for the better part of a decade. It's not sustainable. 
all of these things that have been happening, if not over the last couple of years during the pandemic, over the last 10 years, over the last 15 years since the global financial crisis, so much of it was never going to be long-term sustainable. So at some point, it had to change. The problem is the rhetoric is shock horror, the sky is falling, everything is collapsing. But that's not the truth. The truth is, if you peel it back to the facts, this was always going to happen. So back to this point, don't react, anticipate, and history doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. The best way that you can anticipate what's going to happen next is to understand what's happened in the past. Go back and read and watch content around what happened in 2008, 2009, 2010. Go back 10 years before that and see what happened after the dot-com boom in the year 2000, 2001. Go back to the 80s. Go back and see how these things generally play out because they generally play out the exact same way in 10 to 15-year cycles. And it's the best way that you can get out of being caught in this loop of the sky is falling, everything is collapsing, and getting into the loop of going, hold on, we've seen this happen before. Let me try and anticipate what's going to happen next. So what am I doing personally to make sure I'm not reacting, I'm anticipating? I'm currently reading more history economic history than I ever have before. One of the best books that I've read in the last couple of months that I suggest you guys read as well is called The Changing World Order by Ray Dalio. It's a huge book. It's like 600 pages, uh, but worth the time investment because Ray goes back over the last 500 years of economic history and explains the different cycles and explains what's happened in the past and how history rhymes and how it's about to rhyme again. So what I've been doing and what I recommend you guys do is understand how these things have played out in the past. It'll help you anticipate how this one is going to play out in the future. And then secondly, I'm consuming more content from people who have been through the GFC or through the dot-com boom or through economic crises in the past and trying to figure out what they have to say about this one. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm reading articles. I'm watching videos on YouTube. Anything that I can consume from people who have been, been through this 15 years ago. I'm talking to family members. I'm talking to friends. I'm talking to business colleagues who are older than me, who have been through this in the past. A couple of times, three, four times. and trying to pick their brain. Trying to anticipate what's happening next. Get out of this cycle of reacting. Point number three. This is kind of a dual point. Survive and plant seeds. On one hand, we've got survival. On the other hand, we've got plant seeds. What I mean here, guys, is on one hand, you're going to need to make difficult decisions to get through this. That's the survival piece. The fact is, there's a lot of things happening outside of our control economically that we are going to have to figure out how to get through. And it's going to mean making difficult decisions in the short to medium term to set ourselves up for the medium to long term. 
On the other hand, it's also not just survival season, it's seed planting season. It's time to make sure you're investing in yourself. At the same time as you're making those difficult decisions that you need to make to survive and get through this, you also need to be making decisions about how you can keep moving forward. Does it involve investing in your personal development? Does it involve investing in your physical development? Doing something like signing up to the MJ Fitness Challenge Season 8 is a great fucking example of investing in yourself. Do you need to take your personal development more seriously? Start reading 50, 100 pages a week. Start listening to self-development podcasts like this one, like you guys already do. Start meditating more often. Start taking your mindfulness practices, your journaling more seriously. And then for those of you in, in business and really those of you in career as well, it's time to invest in that as well. As, as, as counterintuitive as it may seem and as counterintuitive as definitely mass media makes us all think it is, now is the time to plant those seeds of those next business ventures. Now is the time to plant those seeds of your next career move. It's not just the time. It's the perfect fucking time. It's the one in 10-year opportunity kind of time. So what am I doing in this regard? On the survival side of things, I'm making a lot of very difficult and uncomfortable decisions that make sure that I'm bringing both my business overhead down and my personal overhead as well. I'm preparing for, you know, if we, uh, depending on which country you're in, but definitely Australia is definitely heading towards a recession. If we go into a recession, I need to make sure that both my business and my personal overhead are sustainable in that sort of economic environment. So I'm making difficult and uncomfortable decisions to bring those both down. On the business side of thing as well, and this particularly applies to those of you who run businesses, I'm making sure that I'm reducing debt as quickly as I possibly can because it's getting more expensive. Interest rates are going up. They're going to continue to go up. There's really no light at the end of the tunnel of when they're going to stop going up, which means any debt that you have in your business, any debt that you have in your personal life is going to get more expensive. So I'm trying to scramble to reduce that down as much as I possibly can. Then on the planting seed size of things, I, in my personal life, I'm, I'm not just doubling down, I'm tripling down on my personal development. I'm trying to read as much as I possibly can. I'm trying to meditate more than I ever have before. I'm taking my journaling to the next level. I'm enrolling in personal development courses I've never done before. In my physical development, you guys know I work with three coaches now as a men's physique professional athlete. I am tripling down on my personal development. I'm planting as many fucking seeds as I possibly can to make the most of this separation season opportunity that's right here, right now. And from a business perspective, I know you guys who follow uh, MJs and follow Team J Apparel probably have seen a few of these things. There's a whole lot happening in terms of planting seeds. We, as a business, we're going up to the next level. Just to name a few things, we're rebranding Massive Joes to MJ Fitness. We've already launched TMJ Your Way. We're in the process of Project Eclipse 
which is launching a new supplement brand. We're in the process of launching Level Up Media, a new media company. I'm planting as many seeds as I possibly can, guys, because I remember back post-GFC 2008, 2009, I dug my heels in. I got a lot done, but I could have got a lot more done if I knew how big that opportunity was. The opportunity is here and right now, and I'm not letting it pass me by. I'm planting as many seeds as I possibly can in my personal development, in my business life, in any, every area of my life. And I encourage you guys to do the same. Point four, the fourth and final point. And this kind of is a bit of a summary of the first three, if you guys like. And you've heard me say this so many times, but it continues to get more important and I cannot stress it enough. Control your controllables. Your actions, your responses, your effort, and your attitude. This is separation season. This is a once in a 10-year opportunity to separate. But you have to control your actions. You have to control your responses. You have to control your effort and you have to control your attitude. And you also have to understand that outside of those four things, you can't control shit. So you have to have the serenity to accept whatever else happens outside of those four things. You have to have the courage to anchor into those four things and control what you can. When it comes to your actions, this is about making sure that we choose to fight, not flee, not freeze. We're fighting. We're planting seeds here. We're making difficult decisions that we need to make in the short term to survive, but then we're also making the most of the opportunity right here, right now to plant those seeds. That's the action. Responses is building that moat. Build that moat around your personal castle. Don't freeze. Don't get caught up in the cycle of fear and uncertainty. Build your moat and make sure you keep moving forward. When it comes to your effort, it's about doubling down, tripling down, anchoring in and making sure that you are doing everything that you can from an effort perspective to not give 100%, not give 110%, not give 120%, but give as many fucking percent as you possibly can to take every area of your life to the next level. And then finally, from an attitude perspective, this once again ties back into building that moat, but more particularly, making sure that you protect your positive energy. Make sure that you are embarking upon each and every day with a positive, optimistic outlook, regardless of what the media would have you believe that the sky is falling and the shit is worse than it's ever been. Protect your energy, stay positive and stay optimistic. I want you guys to finally appreciate that this is not what most people understand separation season to look like, right? The, the, the first, the, the types of separation season that we've discussed in previous episodes, winter, summer, holiday season is pretty, you kind of get it, right? Like everyone kind of, you know, they take their foot off the accelerator, sweet, here's my chance to go and accelerate. 
it's much more difficult with these big cycle separation seasons to see and appreciate the opportunity because it's so counterintuitive to what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is perceiving, what content everybody else is consuming, what conversations everybody else is having. So you have to understand that these big cycle separation seasons, most people miss them because most people don't think that separation season looks like this. The cool thing is, the more people who don't recognize the opportunity, the bigger the opportunity is for those of us who do. Guys, it's separation season. Take those four practical and strategic pieces of advice, implement them right now. And if you can just do that for the next couple of years, you're going to set yourself up on a fucking rocket ship for the next 10 plus years of your life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening. A couple of things to round out. Firstly, if you've yet to subscribe to the Fitness Times Business Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, make sure you do that right now so you don't miss any future episodes. Secondly, if you guys took some value from this episode, the one thing we ask in return is that you share the show. And finally, if you've yet to leave us a five-star rating, make sure you do that before the next episode.